What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's the weekend. Getting the day started. Getting everything going. Everybody's probably good. You're probably uh, sitting there driving to work right now. Or if you're not driving to work, you're sitting at work or you're sitting at your computer, you're sitting at home, whatever you're doing. I want to thank you for tuning in because I don't have a podcast without you guys. So first and foremost, thank y'all. Make sure you go like, comment, subscribe. Hit that five star button if you really like. And if you don't, well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm doing everything I can to put out that fire for you guys. But anyways, let's get into this. The Raiders have gone through the draft. Uh, we're sitting here. We've already had rookie mini camps, and we're looking at what the Raiders have now. Uh, there's a few things to get really excited about. One thing I'm really excited about is that tight end, Michael Mayer. That boy is a beast. Now, he's not the fastest guy out there, but he can catch, he can block, he can move. He reminds me of a young Jason Witten, you know, a guy that's going to get out there and make plays. And that's what you want to see. You want to see your tight end get out there and make plays. You want to see your tight end be able to block, and you want to see your tight end be on the field. And so I'm really excited to see what this guy is going to do. Um, I talked about this the other day. I tweeted about it. Uh, looking at the position groups, we can go down the line, and I'm looking at these guys and thinking – this team has the potential to be better than it was last year. It's hard to get worse, but, you know, it starts at the front. And so this is what we're looking at. Offensively, the offensive line, these guys, you know, they were underrated last year. You know, they weren't an exceptional line. They weren't an exceptional product on the field, but they did their job and they actually performed better than a lot of people expected them to. Uh, I think the biggest issue was penalties. If they can clean up those penalties, especially the pre-snap penalties, especially the pre-snap penalties on third down, then we could be cooking this year. But you look at the Raiders bringing back Jermaine and Luminor. Uh, Brandon Parker's coming off an injury. He's coming back. Um, you got some guys that, you know, that, that are good role players that are fitting in the system. Jermaine was a great blocker. We just got to get those. We just got to get the penalties straight. Uh, I think if Raiders, if he gets those penalties straightened up, he's going to be really good for us. Another guy to keep your eye on is Thayer Mumford. You know, he's coming into his second year. This boy is a massive, massive person. I saw him next to my boy, Corey, and Corey's a big dude. And, you know, he, he basically just made Corey look like a little guy. He made Corey look like my son next to me. Um, and so Thayer Mumford, there's going to be a guy you're going to want to keep your eye on because I think that he has the ability to get in there and make some make some moves and make some noise. Um, looking at the next level, you have the quarterback position. Now, this is a position where people have been fighting me on it, and people have been we've been going back and forth on this one. Uh, and I think it's because you know, look, I love Derek. You know, everybody knows I'm a big Derek Carr fan. Um, I wish Derek all the best in New Orleans. I think he's probably going to have a career year down there. Um, but, you know, I wish Derek all the best, just not against us. Uh, that said, you know, the Raiders got Jimmy G now. Um, I look at Jimmy G as his skill level in some areas are on par with Derek Carr. Uh, his some areas, they're below par. Uh, I think that, you know, Derek has a much better and deeper and more accurate deep ball. Um, I think that Derek is a little bit better using his legs. Um, you know, I think Derek is better at moving the sticks. I think where Jimmy is is better at uh, is Jimmy has a better knowledge of the system. Uh, Jimmy also uh, is has a better, a higher red zone percentage. Um, you know, and uh, the the fumbles uh, are definitely uh, not as frequent. 
Um, the the issue with Jimmy and the, and the thing that a lot of people are worried about is Jimmy's toughness and Jimmy's ability to stay on the field uh, and Jimmy's ability to stay healthy. Uh, he played 10 games last year. Um, he hasn't played a full season in, in the past four years. Uh, in I think a lot of those come to what happened in San Francisco. Uh, you know, what was going on with the training staff? What was going on with the equipment that he was using? Um, what, you know, is the, is it, is it a San Francisco issue or is it a Jimmy issue? Because, you know, we look at the Niners last year, right? You have Jimmy goes down, Trey Lance goes down, Brock Purdy goes down, Josh Johnson goes down. I mean, they lost four quarterbacks, four quarterbacks last year. And that is where you start to say, well, that's maybe not a quinky dink. Um, and so, you know, let's look and see what the Raiders training staff can do for Jimmy. But um, I think that, you know, you, 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 you probably stay on par um, with a better knowledge of the system at quarterback. Uh, I don't like the quarterback room as much. Um, you know, losing Jared Stidham, I think, is, uh, is kind of a, a, a hit. Um, you bring in Brian Hoyer, who obviously has knowledge of the system, um, who has, you know, has started some games in the National Football League, hasn't had a ton of success um, as a starter, but, you know, is a solid backup. Um, personally, I did think that Stidham was a better backup. He just adds another element to the game. Uh, I like his ability to move around. I like his ability to improvise. Uh, he takes shots uh, he's not afraid to you know to go out there and try to make a play uh, and then you have Aiden O'Connell who is the rookie that was drafted out of Purdue um, I don't know if he's a guy that's ready to go right now and that's the question mark is is this guy ready to go right now uh, if knock on wood something happens those are the questions that you have to look at what is the contingency plan I wanted to go you know, I wanted to see the Raiders draft C.J. Stroud. I was praying that they drafted C.J. Stroud. Uh, I'm not mad with the pick at all. You know, I, I think the Raiders still had that glaring need at defensive end. Um, and, 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 you know, and picking up Tyree, I think, is huge. Uh, he's going to learn a lot from Max and Chandler Jones. Um, so don't get me wrong. That pick is solid. I just really wish the Raiders would have taken C.J. Stroud because we look at the draft and the Texans. I mean, God damn, they won the first round. Those guys just went nutty. And it was crazy to see, but the D'Amico Ryan's effect is already taking shape down in Houston. But, you know, so looking at the quarterback, like I said, it, it, it's pretty much on par. The running back situation, uh, right now, as we look at it, it's the same. You know, you've got the number one rusher in the league in Josh Jacobs. Um, you know, you, you still have that stable in the backfield. You've got Amir Abdullah. Uh, you've got Brandon Bolden. Uh, you've got Zamir White. And so there's there's guys back there. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Jakob Johnson, who's playing uh, fullback. You know, my, my, my cousin out of Germany, as I like to say. But the question is, obviously, around Josh Jacobs. Josh always posts these cryptic posts, tweets, deletes, IG story deletes, Snapchat deletes, um, leaves fans wondering, and then gets mad at the fans because they speculate on things because, I mean, let's face it, we ain't got nothing better to do. We don't see nothing. You know, we, we, we're trying to figure out what's going on. You know, we, we wonder when is a deal going to get done. Uh, and then Josh will post something. I haven't been to Vegas, and I don't know when I'm going to go back. Well, 
I'm sorry, but as a fan, we look at that as like, yo, what the, what the fuck's going on? Like, what what's up? You know, why is Josh tweeting this? Obviously, we know that he, he's not happy with the franchise tag. Um, I don't think anybody ever is happy with, fran- with a franchise tag, uh, especially at running back where you have such a small window to get paid and you have such a small window uh, to, you know, have success in the league. It's, it's very rare that you're going to have a guy with a 10 to 15 year longevity. And what we generally see with running backs is when they get paid, there's a drop in production. Now, obviously, Josh was, you know, in a year last year where uh, his fifth year option wasn't picked up. Uh, He was basically auditioning for a role. It was a really wild situation because you had Josh playing in the Hall of Fame game. This is a game where starters don't even suit up. Starters sometimes don't even go to the game. But Josh was playing in the Hall of Fame game. And I think that that's what started everything, right? Uh, That's what started the speculation. Like, is Josh going to be here? Is he not going to be here? Um, You know, looking at it as a fan, it's like you you take care of this guy. You know, this guy basically put the team on his back. And this is a guy that you need to pay. And I think that, you know, it would be be a great show of faith to pay Josh. You know, he's, he's given it to the Raiders organization. He's been given his all. He plays through injury. He plays through toughness. Um, he's a guy that you want around. He's a great leader in the locker room. Um, you know, he's he's one of the, you know, guys that was brought in that has really stuck uh, from that, that Mike Mayock and John Gruden uh, system. You know, him, uh, Max, um, you know, Colton. Uh, we'll see with, uh, we'll see what happens with Hunter. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate on anything yet because obviously there's there's a lot of question marks around that, but we won't get into that. But Josh is a guy you got to pay. You know, he's he's the best running back in the league right now, and the Raiders need to pay him. So until until something happens, we have until June. Hopefully a long-term deal gets ironed out. I don't want a Le'Veon Bell situation. I'm not even trying to put that energy out in the air. Let's just get Josh taken care of. Let's get him paid. So the running back position is, is kind of sitting there where it's like – it's still the same right now. Hopefully, we can keep it the same. Going to the wideout position. Now, a lot of people kind of went back and forth with me on this. I said the wide receiver position has improved. You bring in Jacoby Myers. You bring in Philip Dorsett. You bring in Trey, Trey Tucker. Um You've got some speed now, which the Raiders didn't have last year. They didn't have that that key speed guy. You know, you draft Trey Tucker. That the boy is fast. He runs like a four two nine. You got Philip Dorsett. He's fast. These guys can take the top off. You got Jacoby Myers, who who's you know a big slot receiver, uh, can play outside. You've got Hunter Renfro, who's still on the roster right now, who's a shifty little sly mongoose, as I like to call him, El Chivo, and. Obviously, you have the GOAT, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is still the best wide receiver in football. If anybody wants to debate me, debate your dog because I ain't got time for it. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in football. He makes plays that other wide receivers cannot make. And I think that Justin Jefferson is is obviously a close second. He's he's on the way up. uh, But right now, it is still Devontae Adams. Devontae is him. He is him. He is him. He is him. That said, the wide receiver group, I think, is better. You know, you lose Matt Collins. I think that Jacoby Myers is better than, than Matt Collins. You know, I think that this wide receiver group has the ability to be better. And I think that this wide receiver group 
is going to be better. And I think on paper right now it is. Uh, looking at the tight ends, I actually think the tight end group got better as well. And now everybody's like, yo, we lost Darren Waller. What are you talking about? Well, we didn't really have Darren Waller last year. Darren Waller was out for 10 games. The year before, Dar Darren Waller was playing with injury or, or not playing because of injury. And so we haven't really had Darren Waller for the past couple of years. Uh, is Darren Waller a great tight end? Absolutely. Does he have the ability to be a top five tight end? Absolutely. Was he a top three tight end at one point? Absolutely. None of those things have changed. But what the Raiders have done is they've decided to go with a giant group of tight ends and brought in like a whole laundry list. You lose Foster Moreau, who was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma uh, in the recruiting or the free agency process um, when he went to the Saints and they did the physical. Um, he has gotten a positive outlook on it. Looks like he will play this season. And he was signed by the Saints, which is which is great for him. You know, hometown kid. He's going back to Louisiana. You know, he just gets he reunites with Derek Carr, uh, reunites with some of the guys from the Raiders and. Quite frankly, you know, everybody jokes about the Las Vegas Raiders being the, the Patriots of the West now, the Las Vegas Patriots. But let's look down in New Orleans. The Saints, the New Orleans Saints are, are now turning into the New Orleans Raiders. I mean, you got Derek Carr down there. You've got Jonathan Abram. You've got Foster Moreau down there. You've got Dennis Allen. So you've got a lot of Raiders that are on that squad. Uh, but going back to the, to the Raiders and the tight end group, so you lose Darren, you lose Foster, uh, you pick up Austin Hooper, um, who's been a solid tight end through the, through the years. The Raiders have Jesper Horstead, who's still on the roster. They bring in O.J. Howard, who's you know big tight end at 6'6", 242. Uh, he's somebody who hasn't made a ton of plays in the league, but he's somebody who can you know definitely fill that roster spot um, and, and will get a shot. Um, and then you obviously... You have the, the biggest steal of the draft, in my opinion, uh, in Michael Mayer. And that boy out of Notre Dame is just an absolute unit. Uh, I'm excited to watch him play, especially in the red zone. You know that the tight ends do well in the red zone for the Raiders. Now you got a red zone tight end. You got a big body. You got somebody who can get out there, who can make plays, who can, you know, just, just bully people. And I'm excited about that. So offensively, this team, I'm not, I'm not worried about this team offensively, right now. Defensively, these are these are the areas where I, I said that, you know, the Raiders needed to improve, and I think that everybody knows that the Raiders needed needed to improve here. Uh, I think the Raiders knew that they needed to improve here. Um, you know, defensive line. I like the fact that they addressed the defensive tackle position and bringing in Byron Young out of Alabama. A, big run stopping defensive tackle he's going to be a guy to keep an eye on um, he's not great against the pass right now uh, he's somebody who's going to have to learn a little bit that's easy you got some of the best pass rushers in the national football league to teach you you've got max crosby you've got chandler jones okay you add in tyree wilson i'm excited about tyree and what he can do what he can do on the field I think that he's going to be really exciting to watch. And like I said, working with, with Max and Chan is only going to make him better. The biggest question mark right now is the linebacker position. I think this is the area where the Raiders regressed. 
you lose Denzel Perryman. And I know that everybody talks about, well, Perryman wasn't great in coverage. Okay, but Perryman was a great linebacker. He was the, less, he was the last good linebacker the Raiders have had. I mean, the last time the Raiders had a good linebacker was Navarro Bowman, and he only played a few games. And he was, you know, he came off of two days and, and led the team in tackles. That's how bad the Raiders linebackers have been. Now, you have Isaiah Palomo, who is switching from safety to linebacker. He put on 20 pounds of muscle. Um, so they're trying to get faster at the linebacker position. They're trying to get some more speed out there. You've got Divine Diablo, who's coming off an of injury. He's coming back. Um, you bring in Robert Spillane, who actually is, is a little bit better in coverage, um, especially you know working in Patrick Graham's system. I think Graham will put him in position uh, to do well. Uh, but the linebacker position is the biggest, biggest question mark out there um, in what they do. And, uh, you know, hopefully they're not done. Um, hopefully, you know, there's a guy over there in Baltimore who I would love for the Raiders to, to try to trade for. Uh, but we'll see. You know, if Patrick Queen becomes a Raider, then that would be amazing. But, you know, that's just me as a fan asking for something to happen. You know, as, as Raider fans, we want everybody to trade. We want the Raiders to trade for everybody. We want every free agent that comes. We think that everybody would look good in silver and black because, let's face it, everybody looks good in silver and black. DBs, uh, you know, there's still question marks. You know, you bring you bring back Brandon Faison, uh, who played pretty well for the Raiders a couple years ago. Um, you've got Nate Hobbs coming back. Hopefully he can have a bounce back year because last year, um, you know, with the injury and then coming back, he didn't play as well as, as he did his rookie year. Uh, I do think that he's going to have a bounce back year. Um, you know, Trayvon Merrick is another guy who, who needs to have a bounce back year. He had a solid rookie season. Uh, he had hit the sophomore slump. Um, so I would like to see, you know, him get it together. Um, uh, but a pick that I'm excited about as well is the Raiders drafted Chris Smith out of Georgia. And I was watching tape on this guy. And not only does he lay the wood, but he makes plays. You know, he's all over the field. He's he's flying around. He's he's somebody that you want to keep your eye on. Um, but he also lays the wood and he plays smart. You know, one of the, the knocks that I had on Jonathan Abram was that, yeah, he laid the wood, but he didn't play smart. I mean, the guy knocked out a crane carrying a camera okay um you can't have that you can't have that on the field i mean it's the guys the guys a liability i, I love i love abram i hope i wish him all the success and i think that pairing him with tyron matthew is going to be great for him down in new orleans but you know dog get it together um but i'm excited about chris smith he's a dog he's somebody who can who can ball out uh, but that db that db area i actually said they did improve um, but they still need some help. And so the Raiders added something like 23 new new free agents, uh, free agents and draft picks to the defense. Obviously, Patrick Graham's trying to retool, uh, get this thing together because the defense was terrible last year. The good news is you can't get worse. You know, hopefully the, the defense can get better because I think that that's going to be the key. I think offensively, the Raiders are going to be better. Um, I think... You know, just the, the, the familiarity in the system, the comfortability in the system, I think that helps a lot. Uh, but defensively, you know, it's time for guys to step up. It's time for, you know, for guys to, to get in there and play. And these young guys are going to have to get in and make plays immediately. Uh, but that's kind of my roster breakdown right now. Obviously, things are going to be subject to change as you get into camp and as you get into, you know, uh, preseason and all that fun stuff. 
Um, but I'm excited. The schedule came out. Raiders have five primetime games. Um, they have a Christmas Day game. They, the league is trying to showcase Allegiant Stadium, obviously, because you have the, the Super Bowl there this year. Um, you know, the Raiders are hosting it. Hopefully the Raiders will be there. Now, there's a lot that needs to happen. Um, you know, the Raiders have – they got better on paper. Let's see them get better on the field. Okay? Uh, but everybody – Make sure you like, you subscribe, you leave a review, drop the five stars, tell a friend. If you don't like it, like I said, I can't help you. I, I can't. I, I cannot help you. I don't know what, what what's wrong. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just telling you. But thank you. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, until then, go Raiders. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com